I guess we better just buckle up and see, maybe get in the driver's seat instead of the passenger. Welcome to the podcast where marketing gets personal. Broadcasting from Macklin, we'll be covering everything about our field from the totally topical to the utterly off topic. Let's see where it takes us this week on B2Me. All right. Hey, guys. Um, Navia here. We have the lovely Julia and Erin, um, all design people here at Macklin. So I'm excited to talk to you guys today and kind of get your insights on what's going on in, in the design world and what we like, what we don't like, what we're excited to see. Um, how are you guys doing today? Good. Excited to be here. Good. Me too. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, hey, let's just jump into it. Not to start on a sour note, but I feel like one of the most interesting things I'd love to talk to you guys about is what we want to see Lee stay in the design world forever and not move on, what we could wave to goodbye to and, um, you know, never see again. Julia, what's like one thing um, you could say goodbye to in the design world right now? One thing I think that we can say goodbye to is AI design. I personally just don't understand it. I don't feel like it's got the real heart that a designer can bring into, you know, design. But I do think maybe if I knew more about it, I wouldn't be so against it. I don't know. Yeah, I think like integrating tools that could help make our job easier with AI is something that is interesting. But like to your point, it starts getting really scary when you take the human factor out of it. And I think that there is, you know, a lot of heart and and thought that goes into the designs that we make and the the products that we come out with or the you know projects that we come out with but yeah it starts getting a little scary when it's just and then I also feel like you can't really have that like relationship with the client where you can show them something and kind of get their idea because you're working with a robot and yeah no I think it's scary yeah totally I agree it's kind of funny I feel like that you said you could say goodbye to it. That was actually something that I feel like I'm excited to see in the design world. I do agree that it is quite scary and talking to, you know, other designers as well. I think there is a fear of like, how much is it going to take over? Are we going to have jobs in 10 years? Like these are very scary and real things to be thinking about, but I'm like, well, maybe I just have to be a little hopeful, which is why I'm slightly excited for it because I'm like, well, how can we integrate AI to make our jobs easier, right? What mundane tasks can we take out of the design, the design process? where we can then maybe go expand our skills more or have the time to learn about design in a deeper way. So kind of interesting that um, I feel like we took different perspectives on that, but I don't know. Yeah. Are you guys excited at all about AI design or just kind of the fear is there? Because I feel you. I feel you. (laughs) You know, I went on ChatGPT for the first time and like spent almost an hour just giving prompts to it. And I was actually really pleasantly surprised by how like creative some of the stuff comes out. And, you know, it did kind of make me think maybe it'll be useful. I don't know, but it still freaks me out. Yeah, Julia, I'm actually really interested in that because I'm sitting here saying I'm really excited about AI design, but I have to confess I actually haven't used AI to see what it's doing in the design world yet. I know like a bunch of people came out and they were post like I saw a lot of things on Instagram of like um like self portraits and I I didn't do that but a lot of people that I knew were kind of posting like all the things that AI had 
come up with them and whatever. Um, but I'm interested, like, did you dive into, like, is ChatGBT, where are people doing, like, a marrying AI and design? Is it on ChatGBT or is there one that's focused just for art? Like, what prompts were you looking at yesterday? I don't know. I know there is something for art. This is kind of a tangent, but there is something for art, but uh, ChatGPT is just text-based. So I wrote in, like, tell me a story about a boy who loses his hat. And it gave me this cute little, like, storybook of this boy named Oliver that lost his hat in the forest that was his hat from his grandma that he loved and was, like, magical, all this stuff. And I was like, oh, this is actually really sweet. And I'm, like, really creative, which was surprising. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, that'll be, it'll be interesting to see where AI goes with design and and how it really ends up playing out, you know, because it's not going away. So I guess we better just buckle up and see, maybe get in the driver's seat instead of the passenger. (laughs) Yeah, and I think like something that I think we need to be focused on is like maybe like, we talk about this a lot with some of our clients, like some human-centered AI. So obviously it's not going to replace anything that we do, but it's just ways to make like our lives better ways to make our clients happier ways to you know use it that in a way that's not gonna destroy kind of the heart of what we do but still you know make things go a little smoother and I think yeah to your point we're gonna have to embrace it because it's here and it's not going anywhere so yeah as much as I wish we didn't have to step up to the plate but I love that framing I think that's good like just bringing humanness to it because you know behind every design there is there is a human designer, hopefully, who was involved somewhat. So, yeah, I like your point of view there. But, yeah, Erin, kind of turning to you, what's one thing that you feel like you could leave behind forever? Yeah, I had a th- I have to think about this a little bit because I just feel like there's, there's a couple trends that I've seen the last couple of years that I'm not loving. But I got to say, like, kind of the Y2K stuff that we've been seeing a lot of Ooh. lately, I feel like is very – it's not that I don't like it. I grew up in the 90s, so it's very nostalgic, but – it's just very harsh, I feel like, and you can't really, it doesn't have a lot of legs. It's not going to like take your brand really far. So if, if it's something that you're doing for like a fun one-off project, that's great. But I just feel like I've seen a lot of brands kind of lean into that. And I think in five years, even less than that, it's not going to be as relevant. And it's very like aggressive and in your face with the colors and the, the boldness of it. And it's not, not my super fave. Yeah, it feels like it's kind of commercializing these nostalgic memories people yeah. have and to Trying me when I hard. see it yeah when I see it I'm, I feel like like it's cringy I yeah. don't know <laughs> it's just it feels like it's trying too hard and yeah yeah I mean I I love nostalgic things that I loved my childhood and I loved the 90s but I just don't need to see it on websites you're like happy that. to keep it you know yeah, in the yeah. Past. I'm gonna keep it like <laughs> pure and nice and it can stay there Totally. Yeah, I feel like when I see Y2K, I just, I feel like design should be pretty timeless. And if it's not timeless, I feel like it should be, you know, pretty like brand specific. So if your brand is more funky or whatever, has a little bit more of a personality, that's not to say it's not timeless. But when I see Y2K, I just am like, this doesn't feel sustainable to me. It doesn't feel like something that's going to be around for a while. So I'm like, I just don't feel like we should be investing, designers should be investing time and stuff into it. Maybe keep it with the TikTok trends or something. Yeah, I don't know. Agreed. <laughs> Is that rude? <laughs> Not at all. I think you kind of mentioned like a lot of like how Y2K is like a little crazy or something. You said something to that degree. And it made me think of what I could say goodbye to in design, which was kind of the opposite. I feel like there's been 
a trend of like minimalism and throughout like the past like maybe you know five or so years I feel like it's really come up and um I feel like that's one thing I could say goodbye to is just the efforts in the minimalism um more specifically like tiny font choices I feel like those can just go they don't serve any purpose my eyes already hurt on a daily basis I don't feel like our eyes need to hurt further when we look at designs so um little I feel like it was opposite kind of of what you said where I feel like there's this minimalism that's totally different from Y2K but both things that are just not sustainable and I feel like that's the biggest thing is like design should be able to carry a message for a long time no matter what you're attaching it to you know totally keep it timeless and and yeah you, you also I think need to think about who you're designing for because I unless I don't know who wants that tiny font on their phone but you know most clients that you're going to be working with are not going to be little kids who have it up to their face. You know, you're going to be working with people whose eyes are as bad as ours or worse than ours. And it's just, <laughs> you know, if you want to do a stylistically in a t-shirt or something, that's one thing. But I think you need to be really cognizant about who's seeing that end product. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I think it's a user experience problem. Having small fonts, you just like exclude a, a huge portion of your audience. Yeah. And that's never a good call to do. Yeah, you make a, you guys make good points. Um, what then on the other hand, if we flip the coin, um, what things are like going well in design is kind of what I want to talk to you guys about now. Um, I can start I feel like I see a lot of gradients and kind of spunky minimalism, if that makes sense. And I feel like pairing the two together creates really clean and eye-popping work and I like that I feel like it's different it's fresh it's new you're able to use color is a lot of what I'm seeing and I like that I feel like it's it's a good combination to bring personality to the design world and to you know all the brands that are popping up these days so I really kind of enjoy that what have you guys seen in design that you really like and want to see more of yeah, I can kind of jump in. Um, kind of going off of that, I feel like the thing that I've been seeing a lot of is 3D design. And I feel like, to your point, it works really well with kind of that minimalistic, but like giving it a little bit of an oomph. Because I've been seeing it like on websites kind of as headers instead of using videos or imagery. Maybe it's like a, a 3D scene or something. And, and iconography I've been seeing a lot of. And I just think it it leans into that kind of minimalistic approach, but still being really eye-catching and engaging and I think um, to your point earlier it's something that I think can last long and not feel like it's too trendy or or get old too fastly and it just yeah it's something that I enjoy and I would love to play around with it a little bit more how about you Julia one trend that I've really liked seeing in 2023 is interactive websites things that use really cool cursor movements animations different customizations based on the different products or clients. I think they're not always the most user-friendly, but they're a really cool experience. It really like big wow factor, which I think is important for websites that you're only really going to visit once. Not as good for things like e-commerce, but um, maybe a website you're going to visit once a year. And yeah. Or even like... Totally. Even if it's like an, an event or something or if your brand is doing a campaign I think that could be really cool and make a splash and without Definitely. having to and we kind of do that for the Iowa Finance Authority mm -hmm. they have their conference every year and so we create a separate website for that whole conference theme um, but one of the resources I love for finding new website features and exploring different creative ideas um, is awards.com three w's 
and they have a new like a website of the day every single day and it's from all across the world so there's sometimes in different languages and it's just really fun to browse through and uh, kind of get inspired by the different creations out there. I love that you included a resource. I'm like writing this down on the <laughs> side. Like, I love that. It's so fun. <laughs> what were you going to say, Erin? I just, I remember being on, I think that was one of like, the first websites I looked at when I graduated college just for inspiration. And that's right around the time where pa- parallax design was coming in. And I just like distinctly remember this little like astronaut guy. I can't even, I don't know what the brand was. So maybe it wasn't the best design but whatever it was really fun and it was a little astronaut guy and as you scroll he kind of followed along and kind of told the story and I think that's like a really creative tool to use to tell your brand story or your campaign story and yeah I find it really fun and engaging for sure all I have to say is shame on all of my professors and teachers in school because I remember like my first portfolio I had seen an interactive website and I was like this is so cool like this is gonna make me stand out I'm totally doing this and then they were like yeah you should not do that like that makes it so hard to navigate your portfolios like what do you think these recruiters have all day to look at your portfolio you're not that special and now I I wish I gone for it because interactive websites are so cool and every time like Julia I think you um you had sent one like last week or something and it was like for a yacht or oh, something the boat one, yeah. yeah I saw that, sent that yeah. I was so engaged and they had like sounds to go with it I was like yeah, that oh my gosh was amazing. this is beautiful should link that yeah yeah well and it just it and it makes you I feel like it encourages you to maybe see a site that you never would have I never would have gone on a website for yachts I can't afford a yacht but it was amazing just like to get inspired by that and so I think that's totally you know something that can get people talking about your brand talking about your product or whatever you're putting out there I think it's is something that is really cool about that type of design totally talking about getting excited about design what things are you guys excited to see in design? I know I mentioned earlier, I was kind of excited about AI. What other things are there that I should be getting excited about? I, it kind of plays off of things that you've been seeing that you think is working. I've been seeing a lot more of like candy color design and color palettes. And that's something that I don't really design with a lot of the time. And obviously I don't think it would work for every brand, but it's something that I've seen more frequently. And that's something I'm really excited to see more of like how brands use it or even just kind of unique color palettes. I'm always, I, one of my favorite parts of design is the color aspect of everything. So I think that's something that is going to be really interesting moving forward and kind of seeing where those, those brands go. I totally, totally. I totally agree. Um, speaking of color palettes, I've been, I'm kind of on the same wave of like loving the 3D design that's happening, but I've been seeing a lot with these kind of like metallic looking treatments and I think that that's really cool and maybe not something that we can use with our our client base but I'm excited to see how other people use it and how it can kind of build a whole little universe of illustration. Yeah that'll be good to see kind of all those kind of mesh together. When you said pastel designs I feel like all I can think of is there's like this skincare brand at Target that uses like Mm. all pastel kind of color-y colors and um I think it's just cool to see what kind of elements in the real world come to life with digital design right like designs everywhere and so it's just cool to see what things are popping up in what mediums and what forums and it's going to be cool to see where that where that keeps going all right guys well I think that's all we have for today's show thanks so much for talking to me and thanks everybody for tuning in 
Be sure to follow B2Me wherever you get your podcasts. And for all things marketing, follow Macklin on social media. See you next time on B2Me.